Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Coached by Holes podcast, a podcast that I hope will help you to live healthier and happier while still enjoying a fun-filled life. Um, now I'm recording this episode from the gym, and um, so if there's a bit of background noise, I do apologise, but hopefully you can't hear that too much. Um, and while we is Billy Chaltic outside today, um, by Billy Chaltic I mean Chile Baltic. I've said it the wrong way around for years and I couldn't actually tell you why. Um, I'm recently back from a holiday in Egypt and you know what? It actually really exceeded my expectations. I'm not sure what I expected, um, but we really enjoyed it. It was just a week of food, sunrises, sunsets, swimming, sunning, adventuring and they're just literally all my favourite things. So I'm super grateful to have had the opportunity to go there. Um, so I am back feeling fully refreshed and ready to smash December with my lovely clients. Saying that, I did book a one-to-one client in for the wrong day today. We're actually in tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I completely forgot to record how to record a podcast for half a day. But we're only human, so we move. And that's just life. So let's get on with the second episode. So this episode is going to be a Q&A episode. Um, I have a few questions clients have asked over the past couple of weeks that I'm going to an- answer with as much info and tips and advice as possible to help you. So let's get started. First question, why is the Stairmaster so hard? <laughs> So, for anyone who doesn't know what the Stairmaster is, it's a cardio machine in the gym, and it's kind of like an escalator, like a continuous carousel of steps, as if you like stepping, going up the stairs, um, and it's hard. And the reason it's hard is that you're having to use a lot of energy, you're using large muscle groups to create the movement, and you're holding your own body weight, as opposed to like the bike or the rower where you're sat down. With this one, you're holding all your own body weight. It challenges your muscular endurance um, and it challenges your fitness. So if your muscular endurance and your fitness is quite low, this will be difficult. But that's also why it's great for you. Because if it challenges you, if it's pushing your normal fitness boundaries, then it's going to really improve your health and your fitness overall. So I want you to try and reframe that a little bit from it being hard and disgusting too hard but benefiting you in so many ways um so start small you don't have to jump on and try and do 10 minutes straight away no one wants to do 10 minutes on the stairmaster anyway i definitely don't but 10 minutes is probably my max after that i'm just bored um so aim for one minute jump on aim for a minute non-stop once you've achieved that perfect internalize and celebrate that win and then increase your boundary to a minute and 30 seconds and then just gradually build up from there question number two is orange juice bad for you i heard on a podcast recently and they were basically telling you to avoid so we really need to refrain from labeling foods as good or bad some are more nutritional than others none are inherently good or bad for you um too much of anything can be quote unquote bad for you for for instance water if water is really really quote unquote good for you but if you drink too much of it you can actually drown yourself from the inside so to stop demonizing food 
Um, orange juice is a good source of vitamins and minerals. Um, it's accessible to everyone. It's not that expensive. So if you're having a small glass of orange juice with your breakfast in the morning, if you're giving your children a small glass of orange juice with their breakfast in the morning, it's not going to do them any harm and they are going to get some goodness out of it. Um, so no, orange juice is not bad for you. And let's step away from labeling them as good and bad. Just look at them as having a bit more nutritional value than others. Next question. Tips on getting your steps in in the dark in the morning and in the evening. So I've had this question quite a lot recently. So obviously since we've moved well into winter and it feels like we only have two hours of daylight a day, sad. Um, so I'm not about to tell you, you need to go for walks on your own in the dark, it's not safe. But if you have friends or a partner that you can go on a walk with after work, perfect. Obviously stick to the main roads where it's well lit. Um, but if you're not wanting to walk in the dark, then lunchtime walks are perfect. Um, on your 30 minute lunch, maybe eat for 15 minutes and then go outside and just walk for 15 minutes. If you're someone who thinks they are too busy to take a lunch break, actually taking the time away from your work is going to create more time because you have that time away, refresh, get some vitamin D, maybe not this time of year, but the sunlight, fresh air, wakes you up, clears your head and you can actually go back and be a lot more productive. And, and if you are doing a full shift at work, you are entitled to that time. So make sure you take that time for yourself. Set an alarm on the hour every hour to get up and move so you may be very active after work perfect but um sedentary levels how long your sedentary offering throughout the day actually has an impact on your health as well so want to reduce the amount of time sedentary for and actually getting up on the hour every hour whether it's to go to the toilet or go get some water or whatever it is is actually really beneficial for your health and you're getting more steps in there as well Always take the stairs over the lift, so ban yourself from lifts, take the stairs, and if there's an escalator, walk on it. It's literally a machine that's designed to make you walk faster, in my opinion anyway, so utilise that. Um, park further away from your destination, so say you're parking at work, park the furthest away possible, say you're parking at the uh, supermarket, park at the opposite end just to get those extra steps in there, they all add up. You might want to add a treadmill walk into the end of your gym workout and then other things just like putting some music on and dance around the house whilst you're cooking, whilst you're cleaning. If you have children, music on and dance around with them. Not only are you getting steps in but that movement, movement's medicine and that movement's going to lift your mood and make you feel a little bit happier as well. And then you could maybe opt for long weekend walks. So you could take your average over the week um, and getting long weekend walks in, getting those steps up over about 10,000 would be ideal. Um, so just remember, your skin is waterproof. There's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. So try not to let bad weather put you off. Um, reframe it as a choice. So I am going out and choosing to do these steps. I'm choosing to go on these walks. I'm choosing to do all of this because I know it's beneficial for my health and I know it will help achieve my goals. Final question. Um, what are some good protein sources? Um, so I was going to go into a little bit of detail here because protein is super important for everyone, not just gym goers. Everyone needs to include lots of protein in their diet. Um, but I've decided to just do a whole podcast on this instead in the future. So in a nutshell, in a nutshell, nutshell, 
good source, good source, why have I lost the ability to speak? In a nutshell, good sources of protein <laughs> include, so all your meats and poultry and fish, so like chicken, turkey, beef, um, and then like salmon and tuna, especially salmon and tuna, super high protein, really good source there. Um, and then some of your dairy products, such as Greek yogurt is really high, and some cheeses can be quite high, like mozzarella. You can also get all your um, high protein yogurts from all your supermarkets. I've got like 20 to 25 grams in them. So they're really good to incorporate into your diet. And then more for um, vegetarians and vegans, foods like chickpeas, lentils, edamame beans are very high almonds things like that but you can actually uh, just type in google high protein ideas and it'll bring up loads there for you so you can you can just choose foods that you enjoy but also try to incorporate a few different ones in there perfect that's the last question for today i hope this has helped you in some way if you have found it useful please like and share the podcast with others to hopefully help them too um episode three is going to be on the do's and don'ts exercise and nutrition wise going into the Christmas period. So keep a look out for that. Um, there's lots of unhelpful, quite triggering, guilt-provoking advice out there and it's just not fair and I want everyone to have an enjoyable, guilt-free Christmas. So this episode, well the next episode will be out on Monday. So keep a look out. Um, there we go. I've told you guys now. There's my accountability. I have to record it and put it out for Monday. Okay, love you. Bye.